good morning. This is Chad and Larry. Welcome in on this Friday afternoon with the Palmetto Real Estate Pros. Glad to be here. Glad you're listening. We have a great show planned for today. How are you doing today, this morning, Mr. Larry? I'm doing great. It's supposed to warm up a little bit today. Maybe get above 60 degrees even. How about that in South Carolina? We're looking for high temperatures over 60. That's great. I think it's supposed to be 70 today. That's what I heard, but I'm not relying on that till it happens. It's a great time to sell a house. Oh, it's a great time to go out and look for houses if you're looking for something to buy right now or even sell. Great day to go shopping. That's right. And I'm hearing uh, rumblings that the market is changing, but it's still pretty pretty solid here. And I know with our buyer agents that are working with buyers, they're still struggling. I mean, they're working with folks, getting uh, houses under contract, but it's uh, not without some uh, uh, patience on the behalf of buyers and, and agents working with those folks because the inventory is still still an issue. Yes, we have a buyer right now, Chad, that's uh, two weeks away from closing his house, has nowhere to go, and he can't find anything. So he'll probably end up renting, and then that's a problem right. <laughs> because it's hard find to find a rent. rentals. Right. That's right. So we've got uh, issues, but, you know, these are not insurmountable challenges. It's just when you're working with great folks, professionals, you, you can navigate all those things. Sure. So today, I think what we have on the agenda, what we wanted to talk about, because we are entering into – um april may you know getting into that season of selling that's right this the selling season hopefully we need some selling is that that's what we really need we need some people to sell their properties we need some inventory for sure and i think it's going to increase chad i think it's going to be a good year i think we'll have more buyers more sellers but i don't know how good it's going to affect the inventory is we have more sellers but we're going to also have more buyers i'm not sure but i think it's going to be a good year that's right. And, you know, also one thing to consider as we're thinking about selling and all these things, the Federal Reserve is talking about raising rates. And, and Erica, uh, unfortunately, she won't be with us today. She'll have her mouth open getting dentist stuff done, going to the dentist. So, Erica, if you're listening, uh, good luck with that. But she won't make the show today. But, hey, you know what? You can listen. They have a brand new show. Her company has a show on, I believe it's every Tuesday from 9 to 10, and that's something that you want to tune into because as uh, rates increase, it will affect housing one way or the other. And so we're not talking, you know, a major shift right away, but it'll be sm- small, probably quarter percent increases uh, every so often until they feel like they've gotten inflation under control and uh, some more balance in the marketplace. So if you're looking to buy a home and you're going to need a loan, I would suggest do it on the first part of this year rather than the second part. That's right. And in addition to all these things we're talking about, what we are going to do, I think we've got Dawn with us, who's going to join us, our Idaho affiliate. Dawn, are you with us? And there may be, there's a little bit of feedback too. While we're getting that stuff straight, what we're going to do is talk about how, uh, you know, what do you need to do? What do you need to think about if you're looking at selling your house? How do you, should you just, you know, wake up out of bed and decide, you know, I'm going to stick a sign on my house uh, or, or, you know, just try to put a, a uh, you know, put it on Zillow or put it out there somewhere. Uh, there is a little more thought process that probably needs to go into that. Come up with what we call a plan of action. Right. A plan of action. How, what do you need to do to prepare to sell? And, you know, I was talking to someone just the other day, and they're ready to move. They're excited about it, but they also are stressed to the max because whether it's a smooth process or not, it's still it, it's a challenge because you're you're uprooting where you've been for however long and going somewhere else. The the process is just it can be a challenge. It can be difficult, and so we want to understand where we do understand and, that it. And these it can crazy be, real estate agents are telling them to have their house pristine all the time. Shows well. Well, and that's kind of what we want to talk about. What do you need to do? Is it just you know, getting the house ready, cleaning the house, making sure you know the uh, all your personal items are tucked away, the clutter's done, all that. Yes, you know we could talk about that forever, and that to me that's kind of boring because oh, we know well, that, right? <laughs> I think most people kind of intuitively, hopefully, of course, we're going to make sure this is covered, but you understand when someone's coming to look at your house that they need to not see it as your house. They need to see it as this could be my house. 
And so this is why you hear these things like get rid of your personal stuff, get rid of the clutter, because even if you have huge closets, but they're packed full, they don't seem like big closets. So you want to take all that stuff out so that the closet seems as big as it is or, or you know, that you have room. You know, we, we have a uh, another huge industry in our nation, and it's the, uh, the self-storage industry. Why do we have that? Because we can't fit it in our houses. It's amazing. We fill our garages up, our closets up, and so we go to self-storage and fill that up. That's right. And so, you know, look, if you're selling your house, you might need to get a self-storage facility if if it's that big of a deal Uh, you know and and pods i mean think about this we have pods that you can do we have the self-storage the garages the sheds all this is to fill the containers these these places with our stuff that we don't use (laughs) that's that's right and um you know i was talking to uh you know a a friend of my daughter's his his family owns a self-storage facility in north carolina and he said, it's amazing how many people have stuff in a storage facility and never, like 10 years, never mm-hmm. check on it. Paying that bill, never check on it. And that's that's incredible. That tells me that you probably need to get rid of it. Yep. If you can't, if, if, if you've had something, I think we, we went to a conference and uh, one of the guys was talking about, look, if you haven't used something in two years, get rid of it. That's the rule of thumb. If you don't use it, Get rid of it. And this is a good thing when you're selling your house. If you don't use it, just take it to Goodwill or something and get rid of it. Need, Throw it in the trash. I need to tell my wife that. She's got, she collects stuff. Well, you actually have actually um, stuff from your children, too. Now, I haven't had the pleasure yet of storing my stuff in your garage, but other kids do. So I want to know how I get on that plan to store my stuff at your house for free. You're too late to register. (laughs) You're already full. The inn is full. So these are some things that, I mean, basic, very basic. Clean your house. Make sure it smells good. Get someone to walk through the house that's not you to tell you the truth. Well, Chad, the other thing that's happening, I think, right now, people are tired of being enclosed in their house or their our business and they're they're ready to get out and start moving around again and it's a good time people are just tired of this pandemic or whatever you want to call it and they want to do get out and be among people and and this is one reason people are scared to touch a doorknob even and stuff so what we're talking about today getting your house ready make sure this is that it's picked up and cleaned. and it's a perfect segue because on the line right now we have dina one of our sponsors dina are you with us Yes, I am. Well, it's good to have you this morning. Good morning to you. Okay. So tell us something. Now, we're talking about getting a house ready to sell, and we haven't talked about this yet, but one of those things is getting your house inspected for, um, you know, termites or bugs and stuff. So why is this so important? We only have a couple seconds. We'll hold you over over the break, but um, we'll, we'll hold on to that thought. But while we're taking the break, I want you to, And when we come back, tell folks why that's important to get your house inspected. It's called a CL100. Hang on through the break, and we'll be right back to discuss.
back, Chad and Larry with the Palmetto Real Estate Pros. I think we have Dawn's connection fixed, and what we were talking about right before the break is uh, we had Dina with Pest Management on the, the air with us. And, Dina, we were talking about the importance of getting your house inspected uh, by a someone like you guys that can crawl up under the house, uh, look at it for pest, and uh, not just pest, but um, wood-destroying insect report. I guess I should say that correct. We say termites, but it's... I guess technically a wood-destroying wood. insect report. Moisture. Yep, wood-destroying wood organisms. Organisms, sorry, WDO. see, I need corrected. That's why we, we it, have you here. It's a WDA, wood-destroying organisms. Okay. So we're not, just, we're not just looking for insects, so to speak. Um, any, a wood-destroying organism is fungi, mold, water rot. Um, there's several different kinds of termites in our area, um, dry wood termites. Then you have uh, wood boring uh, beetles like uh, house, old house borers, powder post beetles. Those things um, compromise the integrity of the wood in your crawl space. And you can have, you know, we talk about crawl space, but you can have um, termites in your attic. They right. can, they're just, they can wiggle their way up there. Um, so, and we just, I was telling you earlier, we had um, class this week, so we have to do continuing education credits just like you do as a real estate person. Um, so we, we stay up with the trends and the different things to look for as different insects migrate into our area. You so know, and how many, now, I know you're not on the real estate side, but you obviously are connected very intimately with that. Uh, and I know you've probably seen, just as we have, many houses that look great. Everything's going perfectly. And then this, you know, an inspector comes in and finds these these issues. And it can literally ruin a, a, a transaction. And that's why we're telling folks, you know, to, to let you guys come out and do a pre-inspection. And, um, Correct. you know, this is not, I mean, the, the cost is insignificant. And, uh, you know, to, to be able to, to check it beforehand. And so uh, ha have you seen that recently where a deal was going through and then all of a sudden you guys take a look and it's like, oh, boy, we have an issue? Yeah, well, we have um, – well, I just had one house that um, – it was actually my best friend's house. That it's been – they moved and, you know, waited to sell their house and it sat for a year. Well, they had a rodent in infestation in their crawl space. And so it was so bad – well, first of all, then they found a snake. A snake fell out, you know. But fell out. We in fell <laughs> out. Of the, um, fell out. He fell out. No, he fell um, out of the insulation when they were under there trying to. Oh my! You know, and that ha that will fail a, a it, not necessarily a seal one hundred, but it's going to fail a report because you got to take care of the rodent infestation. Well, he, they put the snakes in to get the rats out. I think is maybe correct. Yep, he just comes on in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, it was so bad that they had to get one of the hazmat companies that come in with oh full PP, PPP and PPE or whatever it's called and full, you know, gear, respirators, everything to get under there with a, um, not, a, yeah, a mask, whatever, and um, clean it out. Well, then the snake fell on them. So then they had to get wildlife control in there to take care of it. So it's not something that you as a homeowner can really necessarily take care of. It's, it's very dangerous for that um, now, did they not find this out until they put their house on the market? Um, yes. Okay, because see, this, is, this is what we're selling, folks. Look, if you're thinking about selling your house, you need to call someone in advance because you don't want to be shocked because think of what's going to happen here. It, this buyer is going to be scared to death, rightfully so. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a substantial uh, charge because they had to take all the insulation out. Then you have to clean everything with a chemical. And then you have to, um, you know, put all the insulation back in there. And um, we got another house right now over in Forest Acres that's got the same thing. It's been vacant for five years. Oh, and we're having to go in there and clean that all out because it's had possums and everything else. And it's had squirrels in the attic. And so then you get into the problems of wiring. You know, they'll chew up your wiring, too, whenever it's um, you have those infestations. But it's it's. So, it's Dina, a, while we have you here, give folks your phone number. And before you give your phone number, I want to remind folks that you can go to palmettorealestatepros.com, 
click on the link for pest management systems and, uh, you know, go ahead and call them that way. But go ahead and give your phone number just in case someone's out there listening thinking, you know what, I need to go ahead and get this checked now. Okay. Um, 803-359-2774. And I want to say one more thing. You were talking about the smells in the house. When you have a roach infestation, it puts off a smell. Mm-hmm. As well yeah, as bed I bugs. Have a question for you. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Hey, good morning, Dina. This is Don Adams. Nice talking with you. Um, so I have seen a house that uh, it was vacant for a while, and the people who lived there before it was vacant, they weren't hoarders, but they had piles and piles of trash. And from those trash, it grew the roaches, right? The roaches came in. And then right. when they moved out, they took the trash, but the roaches stayed, and then the spiders moved in. And by the time I got there, it was kind of like a horror movie with the spider webs and everything. I mean, there are so many more uh, things that can infest a house than just termites. I mean, you're talking rats and mice and cockroaches and spiders and squirrels. Is there like something you can do to prevent this other than keeping the house clean, like screens on screens on well, openings or any advice like that? Yeah, uh, before I would show, we would uh, we had a house that this happened to, the exact same scenario, and we had to actually take all of the covers off of the outlets, dust in there. We have a big commercial fogger that, you know, we, we have to wear a respirator with, and we go in there and fog it totally out and then right behind that vacuum with a HEPA filter so the, the dust doesn't get in the air even more. But it's a it's a substantial job. It's You have to really fog it out to get rid of it. And the spiders are there because they want to eat the roaches, <laughs> you know. Right, right. I mean, and they get into the HVAC system and, and, uh, and the duct work, is that right? They can, yes. And so yeah, it's, that it, point, but that commercial fogger a lot. Whenever we use that, it's um, we'll fog it out, and then we'll put bait out. Some usually, sometimes it takes three trips. We go every three to four weeks just to get ahead of the whole cycle. And they we, we've had this mass um, And Dina, you know this because we've we've had this in a rental house. We had fleas. And we couldn't see them. We went over there. They were treated. You fogged it. I think you fogged it twice. And it's just yeah. hard to get rid of things. And so here's the point, folks, if you're listening, is be be um, proactive in this regard. Proactive. You know, don't don't Not wait. <laughs> yeah, don't wait. I mean, especially if your house is vacant. And this is why you really need, uh, you know, there, there's you can put your house under bond, which is a great idea for, you know, if you're 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 thinking about termites, wood destroying insects, all this kind of stuff. Uh, when you have a bond, uh, they that's uh, there's two types of bonds, I guess. There's one that say will will uh, verify or, or confirm that you don't have termites. If you do, they'll fix it. They'll kill the termites. Correct. But what you want is a repair well, bond. Well, every bond is different. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, they're all different everywhere. It just depends on the company. And I say it all the time: if you don't get one with us, you need to have it with someone. Because you're not going to crawl into your house. You you know how many plumbing leaks I find? You know, two, three, four every week at least. I mean, I have a really good plumber referral partner, and it, it's amazing at, you know, from right now we had this little cold snap, you know, there was, we're finding drips and stuff. And if you think about that going on for a year before we come back again, that's, That's right. whenever you start having all the problems. Exactly. And we look at the, and we look at, you know, we also do um, the, like, vapor barriers and things like that to keep your crawl space dry and check on your insulation. And just like I was saying with the rodents and stuff, you know. And that's, you what, that that's what you need to be proactive. <laughs> you know. and, and, Dina, we, um, you know, this is why we have great partners in real estate while, um, you know, you can definitely sell your house yourself or, or, uh, if you're an investor or if you're a, a homeowner looking to sell, you can, you can do it yourself. 
but you you want to take the proactive measures either way whether you're doing it yourself or working with a professional and no matter where you live if you live in a swamp area a dry area rodents and insects always in uh, alaska before south carolina and even in alaska we've got squirrels in the attic squirrels make oh yeah well they want to stay warm too and alaskan squirrel (laughs) so that's a different kind of squirrel but in that insulation he's probably he's probably white from all the snow first probably white this is kind of what we're talking about today though if someone is looking to sell a home this is part of the spring cleaning and looking at things. Get it ready. Don't get a surprise that you got to handle in two weeks. Look at that it now and make arrangement to get it done That's in right. a reasonable cost at a reasonable time. Uh, speaking of squirrels, yes. Speaking of squirrels, I won a raffle on Monday or Tuesday, and I won a shotgun. I can get the. At the, um, you can get the squirrel. The squirrel control school. That's a little overkill for uh, rodents or, or for the, the bugs, though. Yeah. But in the south, that's what we do. We shoot them. There are that's some right. palmetto was, bugs that might need the uh, shotgun. I've seen around uh, that's here. That's right. Some of them, I know. You can saddle up and you know. Right. So, Dina, we appreciate you coming in, and I, I just encourage folks once again to go to palmettorealestatepros.com. Click that link for pest management. We've only got a few seconds here before we're rounding this segment out, but hang in there. We got some more to discuss. Um, we remember to go to Palmetto Real Estate Pros.com. See you in a, in a few. Uh, we got a minute. A minute? Yes, we got a minute. So that's good. We got more time. But Dawn, speak up. Tell us what's going <laughs> yeah, and Dawn, on. And your, Dawn, your, your sound is a little low, so you have to speak really loud for us today. Okay. Okay. Is this any better? It's, it's a little better. It's like you're okay. in a tunnel a little bit, but. We're going to get it straight. We're, we're, we're in Idaho. You're the Idaho affiliate, so we have to work on this sound quality issue. But we can hear you. But, yes, but, speak up. Yes. Okay. Next time we will have it right. Um, no, I just remembered a story of a, a person I knew, and he wasn't even a renter. He was just a slob. And uh, he ended up getting rats in his house. He lived by some, some, uh, some land, vacant land, and he ended up getting rats in his house. The rats got behind his oven and chewed the wires from the oven and uh, disconnected the oven. And he sat up in his attic. All right, Dawn, they're cutting you off. Now it's time. We'll come back with that in a few minutes. are back this is the palmetto real estate pros with larry and chad and i think we may have got dawn set dawn say hello real quick good morning hello it's hello so much better sound it's better <laughs> so yeah we were talking about your uh, rats eating the the wires for a uh, um a stove and yep. generally speaking for those who are just joining us what we're talking about today is getting a house ready to sell and so there's more than just you know, the cluttering, the cleaning the house, all that is so, so super important. But you don't want to forget the behind-the-scenes things like under your house, the attic, the wiring, all these things that you don't think about, that someone is going to come behind and, and inspect the house. So let's it, evict the squirrels. You know, you want to get all those things corrected so it takes it off the table as a negotiating issue or just a costly issue. Yeah. It's much better to fix something on our terms 
rather than have a contract accepted and then then we find out things we had no idea about Let's oh you know the buyers are going to want a contractor a licensed contractor to come in and, and and fix something that you could probably just change out yourself that's right and and that's you know, usually how those yeah. the repair addendums they when when the buyer uh completes inspections they hire their folks they do usually a heating and air and these are some things while we're mentioning these that you need to, to verify. Heating and air um, folks will come out and inspect the unit. Uh, they will also check ductwork, typically. Uh, you have the CL100, which is the termite report or pest control report. They're going to get a home inspector, typically. All these people coming through the house are going to check to verify that all the, the parts and the, uh, the appliances, all those things work well. So you want to check that stuff beforehand. Yeah, and they'll even come up with things like the floodlight doesn't work, call an electrician. That's exactly or, what it says. Or, so that's a good point, though. Yeah, replace the light bulbs. Yeah, just put a new well, light bulb in there. Replace the light bulbs, dust the light bulbs and your light fixtures because it's going to make everything look brighter. That's right. You know, and that's just one of those, like, pro tips. When people come into a house, open the curtains, turn on all of the lights and bring in as much light as you can. Because it makes the light, the home seem bigger and fresher and more airy. Let, let and, me say uh, this when we're talking about prepping the house. What's the first thing anybody sees when they drive up to your house? The exterior. So what should you start with maybe? Power washing. Your, your bush trim, your bushes. Cut your grass. Yes, a little bit of landscaping. Paint the door if it's corroded. Put some pine straw out, whatever you know. Just make, make sure it look your nice. Exterior light works. Make sure that uh, porch light works for sure. Um, Dawn, I just have a curious question. Sure. Do you have pine trees in Idaho? <laughs> no, I got potatoes. No. We well, I mean, what potatoes? do you put for bedding? Wood chips. Um, so, no. Around here, it's uh, there's some grass there. It well, right now there's snow on the ground, so I'll say that much. Um, I would say, I know that we've got grass in our backyard and in our front yard, but we've, you know, traditional landscaping. I would think that there'd be more like desert scaping, rocks and, um, and aloe trees, but I'll be honest with you, I just can't tell right now. <laughs> There's too much snow <laughs> on the ground. Snow on the ground. <laughs> That's right. Too much of snow on the ground. Well, that so. saves you from doing some exterior landscaping, at least, during the, the winter months, but you will have to make up for that when you're, you know, shoveling snow or whatever you do to get out of your driveway. No, 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 no. no. It's not that much snow. It's um, We shovel once in a while and then ice it, de-ice the, um, with some salt and such. Uh, it's really pretty though, but you know we're looking to, forward to planting our garden. So there's a lot of gardening around here, in these parts, just like everywhere. You know, you can look at what the zoning is for what type of things grow. There are trees here, definitely. We're right next to um, the Tetons, and we're next to Old Yellow and uh, Yellowstone National Park, and so there's and there's a lot of skiing around. This here. is great. I, mean, I think Dawn is doing a commercial for Idaho. It's it's good. So oh, maybe yeah. you can get uh, you know a little compensation for that. I'm just gonna tell you guys, best potatoes I have ever eaten. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and onions too. Great onions. A lot of root vegetables grow around. Well, that's nice. And the things you're talking about is does apply here because you know we sold a house recently that the house. I mean, it was a nice house. It was, it was uh, you know, clean. Uh, guy lived there by himself. His wife had just passed. But he had an amazing garden. Oh, he my, had yeah. an amazing, uh, you know, beddings of, uh, he had strawberries, he had lemon trees. He had made a place in the backyard that you could sit around a little campfire that was uh, a fire pit. Um, he Fish built pond. a koi pond that yeah. was amazing with a waterfall. All these things... You know, you think, well, this is just for my enjoyment, but that's something that people like that really can be a great selling feature if you've taken the time in the outside. It makes the inside, it makes it more of an enjoyable place. Like, you know, this is like a little oasis, and that's what people want when they're thinking about home. You know, this is not yeah, just something that, that is a, you know, a like commodity. A it's a home. That. I'd like to add a caveat to that, though, is a lot of people think that um, – uh, look at my beautiful garden and that's going to help sell the house 
but only about 50% of people like working outside the house and like the gardening. So if you don't have a garden, don't go investing a whole bunch of money putting one in, like flowers and such, thinking that it's going to help bring you more money for the house because the next people who move in might not care one bit about Well, I think the key there is do something that's simple. You know, if it's yeah, simple, simple, you know, you don't advice. have to do anything yeah. extravagant like a lemon tree. Nobody has to do a whole lot other than, right. you know, water it or something. But, you know, there's things you can do to make it such that, you know, this is easy sure. and um, yeah. pleasant to be outside. And, uh, you know, big right now is the indoor-outdoor space with, um, you know, the uh, outdoor grilling Outdoor areas kitchen. and all those things oh, yeah we're going to build one we're going mm. to build one and uh we're going to put a, a a cement fireplace in cement pizza oven with a fireplace downstairs and we're not going to hook it up to propane because that will actually increase our homeowner's insurance so it's kind of really? one of those yeah yeah so the outdoor wood-burning fireplace different than the propane fireplace don don while i've got you talking about different features of homes and mm -hmm. you know swimming pools all that kind of stuff add or detract depending on the buyer but what you're finding out in idaho is it the same kind of market it is in south carolina and other 100%. places around the country that we need more inventory there too 100 percent. we need more inventory here um, there are, you can't buy a brand new house here for less than half a million dollars, new construction, which is slightly different than, um, where you're at, but you can't buy a new construction house there for under 300 anymore, maybe even 350. doesn't matter how big it is. Uh, and when they are, as they are being built, they're bought right away, you know, so there's still a waiting list. We just had a hundred houses here where I'm at, um, breaking ground and working on completion and they're already every single one of them is sold just like south carolina people are moving there in groves from the big cities we've got uh, a laboratory here where they're expanding jobs and still an amazing housing shortage all over doesn't matter where we are inventory is low Interest rates, even though the Fed is raising them, are still notoriously low, which gives people uh, so much more buying power, which is an advantage when you're looking at buying a house. At least you've got buying power to make it affordable. That's right. Although, and the things we're talking about today are across the board. No matter where you live, there are basics that you can do to get a get your, if you're selling, get your house and position it in the best way possible for the most amount of people to make the best offer possible. And what we found, and it's probably like this in any market, is that even though properties are selling super fast, if a property is not in good condition, it, it needs a lot of work, or it looks like it has deferred maintenance, those are, are you know, I mean, this is common sense, but those are the houses that are, gonna, that are going to sit on the market. And so, well, we were just uh, trying to help the, the person that, that uh, Larry, you were talking about earlier, that um trying to find a house we found one that wasn't been on the market for just like 180 days or something mm -hmm. and it has a foundation problem that's never been addressed it could be fixed the house is probably priced right but it just scares people so why not just go ahead and if you can fix it in advance or be willing to take a greater discount if you want to sell that so this right. is where we're uh you know, you don't want your house to sit there because you just haven't taken the time to do a few things that can make it more appealing to the general public. When we come back from a break in a few minutes, let's talk about why people might want to use a realtor to get their house in shape and what what a what realtor brings to the table to help them, <laughs> wherever they're at. Yeah, yeah, whether you're in Columbia or Idaho, it's the yeah. same yeah. same basic yeah, so process. There's a lot of process in selling a house. Here. For sure. Yeah. So, yes, we've got that coming up. And, um, you know, these are some basic things. Dawn mentioned uh, opening your blinds. Uh, we talked about getting a CL100 report, getting someone to crawl under your house. If you have a slab, it's the same thing. You may think, well, I'm on a slab. I don't have have this problem. You still need someone to well, check. We just had a house that was on a slab that had dropped four inches on one right, side. Right, right. That's right. Well, you know, here's an easy pro tip is just – 
inside your house, remove all of the family pictures. Because when buyers walk in, and I heard you say this earlier, they want to see themselves living there and not you living there. So by removing your family pictures, it creates that you want that model home experience where you walk into those model homes and anybody could live there. And it's just a really simple thing to help your home sell fast. That's a great point, Dawn, because what you could actually do is is pull up photos of new construction model homes or go look at one. That's what you kind of need to do uh, right. because they've spent a lot of money with marketing experts and home stagers that know uh, how to place a property on the market that makes people feel like I want to live here. And uh, this is why, you know, it, it might not even be a bad idea to get a home stager to come look at your house. Well, be careful when oh. you take that picture off the wall. If it's been there 10 years, you might be able to still see the frame of the picture on the wall. Well, that, that may well, lead you, know, you to know, hey, yeah. I might need to do some little touch-up painting yes. around here yes. also. <laughs> you know, and putty over, uh, putty over nail holes and touch-up paint. <laughs> if you really, really, really want to do something great, just paint the house and put new carpet in because I tell you, nothing sells a house faster than new paint and the smell of new carpet. You're going to get new paint and carpet actually increases the value of your home. Well, the appraisers get, will look at those kind of things and add yeah. value for that the effective of age of your house is increased. That's so right. if you've got a 60 Correct. year old house, but you've done all these things, you've increased the effective age which increases the value correct i think we only have a couple seconds here but when as we get ready to go remember you can go to palmetto real estate pros.com we'll see you in a few minutes back this is chad and larry and dawn is with us today with the palmetto real estate pros welcome back it is 9 47 and we are back with you live you can reach us also online at palmetto real estate pros.com and if you want to call in and talk to us and ask dawn how it really is in idaho you can call us here at 803-799-TALK that's right. So, Dawn, we were yep. talking about getting a house ready to sell, some things that people can do, and not just the uh, the inspections, getting the house uh, clutter-free, getting it to smell good, all those things that, that folks hopefully know. That's kind of common sense stuff. Is there anything else that anyone looking to sell their house you could think of that might be really, really good to put that property in the best position to get it sold? Oh. Super easy, super easy. Remove all the smoke and the pet odors. In fact, what I tell my clients is that before there's a showing, make sure to open the windows and air the place out. Make sure that there are no diapers in the diaper bin, that the cat litter is clean and fresh, 
that the garbage is taken out. If you're an inside smoker, be sure that, you know, there are no ashtrays visible, visible, especially full of, um, full of ashes because people come in with, with allergies and they know all day long if there's a smoker or if there's a pet in there. So, um, if you're keeping that place clean and, and fresh and aired out, not only does it help it sell, but one of the things that will um, detour buyers the fastest is, if the, is odors. If you walk in and you can smell a house, man, don't you walk out real fast? Absolutely. No, 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 no. I said, this smells good. I want to buy it. <laughs> well, then the opposite of that is maybe bake some fresh cookies, right? Or put a little bit of vanilla in the microwave and heat it up before people come in. Um, because also those things that sell the house, we want to touch all five senses, right? Visually, it looks good. Um, it, it smells good. If you've got those little cookie treats that makes it feel like home and people come by and they say, ooh, you know, and here there's a nice little note, hey, enjoy a cookie while you're here, right? All of those little warm touches also help to sell the house. So That's it right. can go and both ways. You know, we're talking about retail uh, retailing a house. When when we say retail, what we're talking about is putting your house on the market for to get the very most amount of money so that you can sell it and sell it hopefully the quickest. Now, we, we buy and sell properties that are not like what we're describing. They're completely the opposite. And so, you know, we get discounts most of the time because all of these things are not there. It smells bad. It looks bad. There's termites. There's problem so if you have a problem property you know we can buy it and so you don't have to do anything so the difference there is do you want someone representing you to sell your house for top dollar or are you kind of in the mode where you know what i've let this house go and i'm i'm done with it i inherited it i had a tenant that destroyed it all these are reasons that people sometimes need a fast sale but if you're looking to sell it for the most amount of money these are very simple things you can do now how much money and time and effort it takes to get there is going to depend on how much needs to be done, obviously, before you put it on the market. So whether you're looking to sell it and be done or you're looking to, to get full retail value is going to determine what you're going to do, your yeah. next steps. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's a really event. great point because I was talking with a gentleman yesterday who inherited a property, and he was looking for three prices for that house. He was looking for the as-is which apparently is full of the deceased person's uh, belongings. And when I say full, I mean full, full, full. Uh, he was looking at, at cleaned out or he was looking at um, renovated, updated and renovated, right? And I pretty much told him it doesn't matter to me whether it's cleaned out or not. As is, this is where your price is, you know? as is and I'll go in and clean it out. I've got no problem with that. So not everything needs to be done, even if there's a hole in the roof or leaky walls, you know, even those houses sell. It and it's a completely different strategy. You know, a lot of people I also told them that with the price of lumber and the price of everything based on what he'd tell me, we're looking at probably $80,000 in updates and that's sight unseen because uh I think weren't you telling me last week Larry that a price of the price of plywood is $90 a sheet now? Yes, went up and I mean that may be up more or down a little bit, but I think it's going to it's high and it, there's no relief really in sight at the moment. And so, uh, you know, and Dawn, you were mentioning, you know, as is or retail, and we've kind of done a combination with these. I, I don't know if you remember, uh, uh, last year, I believe it was, I, I, they, they run together, but there was a house that we listed together in, uh, in Aiken and people were going in the house. Now the house was in fair condition. It wasn't even that old, but what was turning people off, we had a, a police officer or someone went and looked at the house, oh, viewed the house, yeah. and found drug paraphernalia in one of the rooms. And so we were like, well, I, I don't know. We'd have to talk to the owner. And it was someone, he was renting a room out or something. I don't remember the yeah, exact. Yeah, it was, they yeah, had incense was, burning in the yeah. house. It just creeps people out, you know, like what is going yeah. on in this house? Yeah. Well, you know, it, it it was perceived drug paraphernalia, and and specifically, what it was was um, 
it was a, a lighter with one of those torch lighters, but I'll tell you, cigar smokers use those same lighters for lighting their cigars. So we don't know, but yeah, it was a police officer that went by and saw this particular lighter laying on the roommates who's renting from the owner who's living there trying to sell it. Uh, he saw the lighter on the bed and said, nope, I'm not going to buy this because I don't think that, I think that there's nefarious things going on. So small little things like that. Also, and those people had the con house under contract for sale. They weren't even buyers randomly going by to look. They had it under sale, under a contract they to buy, down. and they canceled the contract because of that lighter. And you, you think that brings up another interesting point. You know, when you have a family and you're selling a house, uh, it might be a good idea for a family meeting. You know, we're, we're selling the house, 13-year-old son. <laughs> you know where this is going, right? Well, he might not want to leave. <laughs> he might not want to leave, but what does this room look like? You know, you might have to take down all the posters you have of weird stuff in your room. It's not. It may not even be bad or good, but it just like what in the world's going on in here? I've walked into you know uh, you know a, a dance hall or something. You got to get it where people can say, you know what, I, I see that this could be nice, and you know that you got kids. They have to be on the same page too. Well, and, and speaking on the same page, let's talk about what color that, you know, kid's room is painted. Is it pink? Is it purple? Is it dark blue? Is it black? You know, and this comes back to not every paint color is for every person or for every family. So it could help to actually go and paint the room a neutral color to pre-paint. If you're not going to pre-paint the room, if you're not going to pre-paint the colors, then be prepared to take a little bit less for the home. Or That's to right. List it it's for such a, a simple thing, but it matters a lot. And uh, another thing, you don't want to just go through, and uh, we call it the white tornado, hit the house, right? Get, get a uh, five-gallon bucket of white paint and paint the whole house white inside the whitewash that you probably need to pick a neutral color that can, you know, people can change it. They can see it and say, you know what, I'll paint this my color, but at least it's a palette that is, uh, you know, agreeable to most people. Go look at new houses. Go look at new houses. Exactly. It's a great idea because they don't paint every room a different color. They paint the whole house the same color. And if you want to paint it once you move in, go for it. But when they're selling it, it's going to be a blank, palette almost so that you can do what you want or you can live there like that and be completely happy as you said they've done the research they know what sells and what smells what sells and what smells are like that so mm -hmm. and and that that's a, a great point you know, uh, other simple tips in the bedroom just make sure the beds are made and the uh, dressers are decluttered just like in the kitchen make sure your kitchen like put everything on the counter away i know you like all of your appliances on there and all your soup spoons sitting out and everything, but put it all away because it makes the kitchen look bigger. And so, again, like, I mean, I had a client, this was in Alaska, and she, her home, it was the most beautiful art. I mean, just on the walls, the vases, everything. And people, ca the furniture, people came in there like, oh my gosh, the furniture, the decorations are beautiful. It, but the problem with that was they were seeing the decorations and not the home. They were seeing her living there, and so even even she had to declutter all of this beautiful art that she had. It wasn't family pictures, but we want people to walk in and see the home. We don't want people to walk in and see your things. And if you look at, you know, people start looking at their... Uh, with pictures online, they start looking at houses online, usually before you even find them to show them the houses anymore as a realtor. And um, if I look at a picture and I can't see the house through the things, I just know that, that's, uh, that I'm not the only one. Right. That's the, that's the first fo place folks go to look is online. So the photos are going to show a lot. We talked about photos before, making sure the photos you take are good that they're generic too. You don't want your personal items showing in these photos. And so there's a lot more that we could discuss. And there's anything, if you're looking to sell, contact our office. Get us online at palmettorealestatepros.com. We can give you way more information. Dawn, 
We're wrapping it up. Thanks for being with us today. Join us next week, same time.